Hi, I'm Ari Mizell, and this is the art of less doing. I'm going to teach you how to optimize, automate, and outsource everything in your life, including your health, in order to be more effective. I want you to stress less, free up as much time as possible, and do the things you want to do. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 151 of the Less Doing Podcast. Today is another, uh, not special, but different episode. Uh, I don't have Felix here, and I'm not going to be going over a bunch of links. Uh, this was recorded, this is recorded still in the the wake of the Less Doing Live event, which was so fantastic, so amazing, and such a great experience. And there's just been so many things that have come from it that this week has just been crazy. It's also my wife's birthday the other day, and Mother's Day is tomorrow. So there's a lot of stuff going on, and it's just been really hard to coordinate schedules between me and Felix. The good news is that next week we're going to turn to normal, and we have a ton of links that we want to talk about, really cool stuff that's been going on. Uh, the interview today is with Anthony Melchiori of Hotel Impossible. And why, the reason I wanted to talk to Anthony was a couple of things, but one of which is that he's able to turn around entire hotels that are failing in four days. Um, and that's an enormous amount of work in a very short amount of time, which is what I found so fascinating. The other thing is that Anthony and I got to spend time together at Fort Benning in Georgia when we did the American Dream University uh, experience there. And we really got to know each other. And, and uh, he's just a great, great guy. He had his daughter with him. We spent a bunch of time together. And uh, it was it was really a pleasure to have him on. Plus, uh, I don't want to give any details yet, but he uh, has been giving me a little bit of advice on a TV show related to less doing that I would like to create. So hopefully there'll be more to tell on that soon. Uh, in addition, today I interviewed the one and only Tim Ferriss. Uh, of four-hour body fame, and we had a really cool conversation. There's just a lot of information that we were able to sort of exchange that uh, was was great. So that interview should be out in a couple weeks, and we'll definitely make some more announcements about that episode because the content was just fantastic. Uh, and what else? I think that might be it. <laughs> I hope everybody is enjoying themselves, and I hope that you are as excited as I am to see the new stuff that's going to be coming out of Less Doing. Enjoy the interview with Anthony of Hotel Impossible. And now for Feature Interview. So now I'm speaking with Anthony Melchori, who is the host of Travel Channel's Hotel Impossible. So, Anthony, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. It's a, it's a, it's a, thank you so much for asking. It's a privilege. Uh, I really enjoy your work. Thank you. So, and, and I, yours. You know, so, Anthony and I met uh, when I was down at Fort Benning. We were both at Fort Benning speaking for American Dream University to some of our soldiers transitioning out of the Army. And, Anthony, I mean, we got to spend a bunch of time into the airport, and we just really connected, and, and Anthony's a, a really genuine, great guy. And his show, if you haven't seen it, Hotel Impossible basically takes hotels that are in real trouble, and in four days, he turns them around. And that was what just totally piqued my interest, because it's that, that, that is an aspect to me about less doing. When you can get so much done in such a small amount of time, that's incredible. So, so first of all, how did, I mean, how did the show come about? Well, the show came about by me um, wanting to get control 
of my future. I worked for people, and I've always felt that my brand was Anthony Mercury, but I was working in somebody else's brand, whether it be somebody else's hotel or somebody else's company. And I always felt that I just wanted to um, just do it for myself. And after working for a very important company with a very big job and making really good money, it wasn't satisfying to me anymore. And I decided that I wanted to be on TV. And, you know, my wife looked at me and said, why would you, why would anybody want to see you on TV? I said, I don't know. We're going to figure it out. And I didn't want to be on TV for the sake, uh, for the sake of being on TV. I wanted to be on TV because I wanted to show everyone the hotel industry. Uh, there's cop shows. There's, there's uh, fire, fire shows. There's uh, all kinds of shows. Uh, emergency, you know, uh, hospital shows. Uh, but there's nobody talking about hotels and how important a hotel is to the culture of American culture and, and of our lives. Like, well, everybody's been in a hotel. Everybody needs a hotel. Everybody has hotel horror stories. Everybody has hotel great stories about hotels. It's such a, a part of our being and that we weren't talking about the industry was really upsetting to me and concerning because I want to build um, the next generation of hoteliers. And in Europe, Hoteliers are important in America. It's you, you know, you. It's not as it's not seen as, as a real career field, and I want to change that. And I think hopefully in the last three three and a half years, uh, the conversation has really kind of uh, changed. So, uh, how, how did you come up with doing it in four days? I mean, obviously that's that that's a that's a big splash. That's that's a really it's a huge impact. But how did you know that you could turn around a hotel in four days? Um, well, uh, the, 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 I, I can tell you the I can tell you the story that sounds sexy, or I can tell you the truth. The <laughs> truth is, when I wrote it, when I wrote it, I said I can do I can turn around a hotel in a season. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. Let, let's hear more. And then I get a call, and they say, hey, um, you know, you can't do it in a season. Can you do it? Um, you know, maybe you know, three months. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I can do it. They're like, uh, they call me back and they're like, hey, can you do it? Can you do like one show a month? And I'm like, um, I know I really can't turn around a hotel in a month. And they're like, um, okay, call me back. This thing. We're going to do a show a week. We're going to have to turn around a hotel a week. Can you do that? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, what, what, what did you say? And they're like, yeah, it'll probably be about four days. Can you turn the hotel around in four days? Because that's really the only thing we're going to be able to do. Because people want a beginning, a middle, and end, and they want to know, they want to see the good, the bad, and the ugly all in an hour. And I was like, absolutely. So I went from saying I can do it in the season to do it in four days just because I had no choice. So once we had no choice, I had to be really efficient in my thinking. So in being efficient in my thinking, it's like, okay, what is I need stakes, meaning the owner needs to be desperate and it needs to really be something that I need to turn around. And it can't be just they would like to get better, they would like to get incrementally better. I got to be saving their financial life. And if I, and yes, I can do that in four days because... And if they're in that kind of shape, there's there's probably three or four things that I can hone in on and really take them back from the brink. Um, and then being so so that's really how it, it, it's worked. And, and 
I could never imagine doing it in a season or doing it in a month. Now it's it's kind of I consult. I, I only sell or I only uh, sell my consulting services for a day or two days. I can't I, I, I can't turn around a hotel now in a month. I figured I figured out the formula. Literally in a couple of days, I can turn around any hotel. Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible that, to get that amount of work done and that big of an impact in such a short amount of time. But, but again, I mean, you, you've I've seen on the show, you know, you've done some B and B little, you know, B and Bs, and then you've done some much much larger hotels. So, is, is there sort of like a systematic approach that you go that you go into it with that you're going to start with this big like this big issue first, and then sort of work from there? Or how, I mean, how does that work? Like first thing is, you know, you want to think about, and I talk about it. Um, in the book that I'm writing, it's called, um, you know, the vulnerability of your guest, right? Uh, don't spit my idea. The vulnerability of your guest is, <laughs> if you're focused on the vulnerability of your client or your guest or your patient, you, everything else works around now. What does that mean? If you think about someone saving all their money to go to Disney World, and they just had this happen, and you disappoint them, they're going to be talking about that for the rest of their lives. That little girl's going to be talking about that for the rest of their life. And the story about what happened to me recently will be in the book. And, and that little girl is so vulnerable. She wants to, she's been thinking about Mickey Mouse for months and months and months. And then all of a sudden, the hotel screwed up for vacation. And I literally had to see it on the show. A young lady, look at the camera, quote, saying, I love Orlando and I love Disney World and I love Universal. But if I have to stay in this hotel, I never want to come back to Orlando. She literally said that. So, so the guest, the owner, wasn't thinking about the vulnerability of that young lady and how vulnerable she was to a, a, a dirty room. Uh, her mother is screaming at the front desk because she got a room with a bed bug in it. Um, <clears throat> because they were, they were concerned with the bottom line. They were concerned with saving money. They were concerned with, we don't have enough housekeepers, we don't have enough money. And they don't understand the triple effect of that. So how I go about what my formula is, the vulnerability of my client, the vulnerability of my guest. If I understand what they're vulnerable about, if I understand what keeps them up at night, if I understand how important this trip is to them, if I understand how important this hotel is to them, then I understand something. Then I understand how to run the business. If everybody walked around with a T-shirt that says what was going on in their life, the person in front of them, whether it be a coffee shop or whether it be a hotel or whether it be a doctor, they would understand the vulnerability of their guest. If all of a sudden somebody got diagnosed with cancer and I go up to Starbucks and they say, can I have a cup of coffee? That person behind the front desk, or uh, sorry, behind the, the counter, um, they're going to be nicer to me if I have a T-shirt that says, I just I got diagnosed with cancer. Why do I need that T-shirt? I should, everybody should be nice for the fact of being nice because you should understand the vulnerability of your guests. So that's my formula. My formula is, if I have a hotel and it's 100 rooms and the rooms are dirty, it's going into bankruptcy, and uh, it has a low score in TripAdvisor, but it's in a location. So what am I going to focus on? First thing I'm going to focus on is, is, is the vulnerability of my client. The vulnerability of my client is, he's going to bankruptcy, so i got to get to the bank, which we've done. Get to the bank. Give them a five-year plan saying, hey, I'm going to come up with a five-year plan, which I've done literally in two days, working 18 hours a day on set and pulling all my assistants um, to my trailer, and we've worked on a five-year plan for a bank um, in Pennsylvania. Um, so, so I immediately start, 
showing uh, in a faith in me to come coming over the five-year plan. As I'm doing that, I go in, I talk to the employees and say, I know you don't have enough supplies. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to shut down this area. I'm going to shut down the restaurant. I take any of the money that was free on the restaurant. I'm going to give it to you for supplies. So you start working on the vulnerabilities of the hotel, the immediate vulnerabilities, and that's that's kind of the formula. That's that's really interesting, and 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 I, I, like to me, it would seem there would be a little bit of fear, sort of going into the unknown. But it, you know, obviously, if you have that sort of systematic approach, that's that's really really important. Uh, now, well, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You said something. I want to interrupt you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have to. No, please go. Talk about you know fear. I throw up almost every time I go to the hotel. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm going next week, and I'm like I'm crushed with fear and and and, and panic. I mean, 71 hotels we've done, and there's not a hotel that my producer will tell you that I look like I'm half out of my mind. We've gone through many, many producers. Finally, we got a, a collection of them that we really like, and they're fantastic. They understand our work. I'm nuts. And they, they harness that insanity every time because I'm vulnerable to, to, to not getting it done. I just got off the phone as you were calling me. I got off the phone with my a new designer. And she said, what's the secret sauce? And I said, the secret sauce, there is no secret sauce, but this is what works. You will design what I asked you to design. I'm sorry, you will come to the hotel. You will see what needs to be done. You will not tell me a thing that you're designing, what color you're using, what furniture you're using. I will then come back into the room, and if it stinks, I will tell you, and you will fix it. And if it doesn't stink, I will hug you and tell you I love you. That's it. You're working with no net. I'm working with no net. And, and if we work, and if we wind up with no renovation, then we we both fail. That's the secret sauce. I gotta go. See you later. And I clicked onto your phone call. So that's it. So we're a nervous wreck. The production company is nervous wreck. I'm a nervous wreck. The producers are nervous wreck. The, the designers are nervous wreck. We're nervous. We're freaking out. Sounds sounds like uh, you need some some stress management techniques. So <laughs> I'm glad we're talking. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so I know that you have very, very limited time. Our stress techniques is we have a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. And, you know, there's good stress and bad stress, of course. So, the, now I know that you have very limited time here, so I really want to be respectful. So, the last question that I always like to ask on these interviews is what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? And you can interpret that however you like. Say it one more time, please. Three, three pieces of advice for people to be more effective. Okay. Well, the first thing, and, and you're the expert, what's effective for me is I have to tell you the truth. I have to tell you what's on my mind. I cannot take it home with me. I can't think about it. I can't give you, I can't have 27 people know about it without you knowing about it. I've got to tell you what's on my mind. That's number one. And it really helps me be effective um, because then we can just deal with the truth. The, the second thing that I feel that's very, very effective is my, is, is for me, because I'm very busy and I'm traveling a lot, it's exercise and eating right. I've learned, I'm about to be 50, I learned that exercise and eating right has saved me. It's really saved, you're talking about stress. I'm, not really, I, I'm stressed out about working, like getting it done and not, and not failing, but I'm having fun as I'm doing it. I'm laughing, I'm joking, because I'm eating uh, and I'm healthy. Uh, I don't sleep as much as I should. Um, um, I really need to get more sleep. Uh, and the third thing to be more effective is if you're the smartest person in the room, you're not effective. My team is smarter than me. 
So those are the three things that I really feel that if I have any successes, it's kind of is my truth. And of course, having an incredible family that supports me. Well, I, those are, I think those are very good and definitely actionable tips. So, uh, Anthony, I know that you got to go. So just tell people where they can find out more about you and where they can catch the show. Well, uh, AnthonyMontieri.com, um, or you can go to TravelChannel.com. Uh, and we, uh, we're, we'll be back in September on the Travel Channel um, Tuesday night at, at 9 o'clock. And we're coming up with another show called Action Secrets that you'll be able to find uh, soon on Travel Channel. We're going to fuck our hotels and show you how we do it right. Awesome. Well, Anthony, thank you. Thank you for your time, and I really appreciate you fitting this in. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing Podcast. If you want to find out more information of the show, we would love to hear from you. You can go to lessdoing.com, where you can look at Ari's blog, see the show notes for this episode, and also look at all the other episodes before this. If you want to send us a voicemail, we would love to hear from you, and we'll play it on the show. You go to lessdoing.com, click on Contact, and look on the right side of the page where you'll see a, a Send Voicemail button. Click on that and go ahead and record an audio message for us. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter. Ari's Twitter handle is at Ari Mizell, and mine is at Felix Bird. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. See you next time.